Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more. On this edition of the show are aliens experimenting on us and our cattle. I think you will be surprised by some of the information I'm going to share with you. And also, listen to this. Now, I am going to officially deputize one lucky paranormal investigator to go out to an amazing location and conduct an investigation on my behalf and do a report for this show. Now, this is not some kind of random contest. I am actually looking for the best, most qualified person for the job. And I'm telling you, this is one of those once-in-a-lifetime experiences, and I'll explain everything a little bit later in the show. All right, let's start with this question. What do you think are the three most consumed meats in the world? What three animals do we eat the most? Okay, think about it for a second. What three animals do humans all over this planet eat the most? Okay, here we go. Number one, number one is chicken. Number two is pork. And number three, we have beef, we have cows, we have cattle. Right. And this is not surprising at all to me, uh, especially, OK, chicken seemed obvious to me as number one. I mean, you can go out and you can buy a live chicken for less than twenty dollars and uh, you play your cards right. You get a few chickens before you know it. Well, you have a lot of other chickens for free. You've got eggs. Uh Chickens are, they're small, they're easy to deal with, they can be extremely tasty. I apologize to all of you vegetarians out there, but, you know, facts are facts. And, you know, before I continue, though, this is just one of these weird little tangents, I guess, that I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want to get off on. Uh, when I was in college, my philosophy professor told our class one day that one of the great psychic mysteries regards people who are professional chicken sexers. And he explained that there are factories out there where you have people who stand next to a conveyor belt of chicken eggs. And as the eggs pass by, the people are able to just intuitively reach down and separate the eggs into Two different piles. This is going to hatch and be a, a female, and this is going to hatch and be a male. And he said that the accuracy was astounding. And the, again, it's like some kind of psychic thing. Nobody knows how these people do that. And, and honestly, I, I just remember him talking about that. And I've never really looked that deeply into that phenomenon. But <laughs> if one of you knows more about that, feel free to email me through joshuapwarren.com. 
and uh, and let me know. But that's just one of the funny things I thought about when it comes to the the chicken business. Okay, next number two again, pigs. You you can buy a pig for less than a hundred dollars. You know, a live pig, and uh, and again, you know, you fairly easy to manage. Not as easy as a, as a chicken, but you know, you get a lot of bang for your buck. But cows on the other hand, cattle. It costs thousands of dollars to buy a cow or a steer. Okay. Thousands of dollars. And then you have to put out all this money to raise them. And, the, and you can create, uh, some of our most highly prized food products. I mean, here in Vegas, for example, if you want to go to a restaurant and get an official certified you know, like, I think it's like A5 or whatever, like Wagyu steak. That, for a three ounce steak, that's going to run you easy two, three hundred dollars for a three ounce steak. So cattle are big and we pay a lot of attention to them, but they also take up a lot of land on our planet and they make a big impact on the environment. So if you were an alien, and you were looking down here and, and you were, you know, studying like what, what food source do these humans have? Um, cattle would certainly be extremely noticeable. And, and not to mention the fact, you know, if you have some kind of a, a strange mutilation or something like that that happens to a chicken or a pig, it's not going to make as much of an impact as if it's a cow or a bull because, you know, this is an expensive thing that we, we put a lot of time and effort into, uh, into, to raising and, and processing. So before we get into why that aliens may be interested in cattle and not just aliens, cause I told you, I'm going to tell you something that's probably going to surprise you. Let's ask that question again. Are aliens experimenting on us? Let's just start there. And I don't really think that that topic needs a lot of conversation because in my opinion, if there are aliens flying around here and it sure looks like that we have them, we've seen quite a bit of footage lately, haven't we? Then of course they're experimenting on us. Of course they are. The only way you get to a point where you can create some kind of spacecraft and zip around through space time and everything is if you do research, if you are scientifically minded and that requires gathering data, you have to study everything. I mean, uh, look, just look at what humans do. Sometimes just for fun. I mean, photographers dress up like a deer to go out and take pictures of a deer. You know, hunters, they put urine all over themselves and stuff so they can get out there and blend in with the environment and, and kill something for, for sport. Uh, do you realize how advanced our tracking capabilities are? Like, for example, there is a website that you can visit. I'm looking at it right now. And it tracks many of the sharks all over the world. It's O-C-E-A-R-C-H, O-C-E-A-R-C-H dot org, O-Search Shark Tracker. And when you go to this thing, like right now, I'm looking at a live map of the U.S. And there are all these little icons that are strewn all around our country. And it shows you where the, where a particular shark is. Like you can click on one of these and it shows you a picture of that shark. It tells you how big that shark is and it gives you the name of the shark. Like I'm looking at one right now named Kate, a tiger shark, which is 12.57 feet long, weighs 963 pounds. And Kate is, uh, Oh, actually, that one's near Australia. So yeah, yeah, you can look all over the, all over the world and, and you can, I mean, and not just sharks. Now, do you think these sharks realize that they're being tracked? No, of course not. But we go out there and uh, we put these trackers on 
on creatures and then you could just jump online and the next time you're, you're going to go to the beach you might want to try that out so look to me again the, whether or not you know the, or, or the question of whether or not aliens would be tracking people experimenting with people that's kind of a duh uh, yeah of course they are not to mention the fact that that's just part of the nature of being a living thing. You toss a ball of yarn down in front of a cat and the cat just tackles it and starts playing with it. Creatures just like to mess with other creatures. They're always going to do that. So the human thing. Yeah, they're, they're definitely doing something with humans, but let's get back to cattle okay and and this is a gross subject i've never really talked about this before because it's grotesque it's disturbing honestly but it's still continuing to happen there were just some more cases of this happening in oregon and we're we're coming up on a break here soon but when we come back i want to tell you about the latest cattle mutilations and and, and really what the whole cattle mutilation thing is about from, from, from a no BS, you know, logical point of view based upon the work that I've done. And then I'm going to share with you some information that I believe many of you will find kind of shocking about the fact that whether or not aliens are responsible for a lot of this cattle stuff, there is no doubt that the government is often involved. And really, they can make a pretty strong case for why they're doing that. I'll explain when we come back. I also want to remind you that any day now, I am going to be releasing my new kit. That's all I can say about it. I won't tell you what's in my new kit, but I will tell you this. I will not be talking about it on this podcast it will not be in my curiosity shop. I'm going to make it available for one week for seven days. And the only way you're going to know about it is if you subscribe to my free e-newsletter. Go to joshuapwarren.com. There's no period after the P. joshuapwarren.com. Take two seconds. Put your email address right there into my free e-newsletter bank. Hit the submit button, and then I can email you directly. And also, as soon as you do that, you will immediately receive some free goodies from me, digitally speaking. All right. I am Joshua P. Warren, and you are listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be... Right back. Stay right there. There's more Joshua P. Warren coming right up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mom does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. And with the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. Head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. Every eight minutes, the American Red Cross brings help and hope to people in need. Thanks to the support of everyday heroes like you, the Red Cross is able to respond to disasters big and small, support military families, help ensure that blood is available when needed, and teach life-saving skills like CPR and first aid. Be a hero. Donate today. Visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, the Wizard of Weird. And people ask me all the time, do you think that aliens might be eating us? You know, like these reptilians are feeding on us? And my standard reply is, well, I doubt there is one cow on planet Earth that knows that people eat cows. So why should we be so arrogant, so egocentric as to think it's not possible that we are being fed upon? But regardless, regardless, I guarantee you that if there are aliens flying around out there and it looks like there are, they are interested in studying us and our planet and they would darn sure be interested in uh studying what we eat that's just natural what do we eat and the most visible thing that we all eat that makes a big impact on the environment of our planet are well are these cattle if you go to wikipedia and you just start looking up the definition of cattle mutilation. And again, this is a topic that I've always thought was like, yeah, it's kind of icky. It says cattle mutilation is the killing and mutilation of cattle under unusual, usually bloodless 
and anomalous circumstances. Worldwide, sheep, horses, goats, pigs, rabbits, cats, dogs, bison, deer, and elk have been reported mutilated with similar bloodless excisions. Often an ear, eyeball, jaw flesh, tongue, lymph nodes, genitals, and rectum are removed. Since the first reports of animal mutilations, various explanations have been offered, ranging from natural decomposition and normal predation to cults and secretive governmental and military agencies to a range of speculations, including cryptid predators like the chupacabra and extraterrestrials. Mutilations have been the subject of two independent federal investigations in the United States. But listen to this here. The next section is history. And it says, and this is kind of surprising. The earliest known documented outbreak of unexplained livestock deaths occurred in early 1606. Did you get that? We're talking the year 1606 quote about the city of London and some of the shires adjoining whole slaughters of sheep have been made in some places to number 100 and others less where nothing is taken from the sheep, but their tallow and some inward parts, the whole carcasses and fleece remaining still behind of this sundry conjectures, but most agree that it tendeth toward some fireworks in quote. I don't even know what that means, but that's what it says. This is some old, <laughs> some old text from a 1606 says the outbreak was noted in the official records of the court of James the first of England and Charles Fort collected many accounts of cattle mutilations that occurred in England in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. And then uh, it says John kill, of course of Mothman fame. He mentioned investigating animal mutilation cases in 1966 that were being reported in the upper Ohio river Valley the phenomenon remained largely unknown outside of cattle raising communities until 1967 when a newspaper called the Pueblo Chieftain in Pueblo, Colorado published a story about a horse named Lady near Alamosa, Colorado that was mysteriously killed and mutilated. And this story was republished by the wider press and distributed nationwide. And this case was the first to feature speculation that extraterrestrial beings and unidentified flying objects were associated with the mutilation. Okay. So that gives you some general background. And now it continues. This was just recently published on the coast to coast am.com website reported here by Tim Banal. This is from, uh, well, from August of 2021 ranchers in Oregon are once again being advised to keep a close eye on their cattle following a pair of peculiar incidents this past month, wherein bulls were found mysteriously mutilated. The two separate cases are the latest in what has been a series of strange slayings in the state over the last few years. According to a local media report, the most recent downed animal was discovered on August 14th on a ranch in Oregon's Wheeler County. Believed to have been killed around three days earlier, the black Angus bull was missing its nose, tongue, reproductive organs, ear, eye, and left cheek, as well as part of its tail. Chillingly, those pieces of the poor creature were said to have been removed by way of curiously clean cuts. And uh, it goes on to say, you know, like this has been investigated, nobody can explain it, and this is one of many um mutilation cases that have been going on uh, certainly for the, the last five years. All right. So what do we make of this? So on one hand, you can say, oh, well, look, duh, the aliens, 
they're coming down and they're just taking little sensitive parts of creatures as samples to go back and analyze in the story that 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 could be a nice convenient explanation for this and in many cases that may be exactly what's happening but here is what might surprise you i told you i had some information for you that you might not expect my good buddy nick redfern is one of the best investigators best researchers in the world i don't even know how many books he's written at this point we've worked together on tv programs and live events nick is an englishman who now lives in texas and earlier this year he published an article at mysteriousuniverse.org and the article is called why cattle mutilations are not the work of aliens why cattle mutilations are not the work of aliens and you might think a guy like nick redfern who has quite a reputation for studying aliens and stuff would be uh, proclaiming the opposite like oh yeah this is all them the little green men but he wrote this fascinating article because he is a real researcher and he just follows the facts wherever they they lead him so i'm going to read to you some of this article and uh, I'm probably going to have to pause for a break. Um, okay, so here we go. Nick Redfern wrote, There was a time when I thought it was at least feasible that cattle mutilations might be the work of aliens. That, however, was more than a few years ago. The more I dug into the mystery, the more I came to believe that the subject had far less to do with aliens and far more to do with government activity. Within the field of ufology, there is an acceptance that the first real animal mutilation case, as ufologists see it, was that of Snippy, a horse found dead under bizarre coincidences. As the Denver Library State uh, of the Snippy Affair, they say, quote, on September 7th of 1967, Near the town of Alamosa in the San Luis Valley, Snippy, a three-year-old Appaloosa, failed to return to the Harry King Ranch where she was stabled. Two days later, Mr. King, the ranch owner, discovered Snippy's remains roughly a quarter mile from the ranch house. According to his account, the neck and head had been completely stripped of flesh, leaving nothing but bare, seemingly sun-bleached white bone while the remainder of the mare remained unscathed. Redfern goes on to say, The problem here is not the story, but the fact that the more I dug into the matter of the mutilations, the more I came to find the secret government studies of the United States cattle herds that had been going on for decades. In fact, way back. The reason? The U.S. government was quite rightly very worried about foreign nations and agents using deadly viruses to bring the herd down and as a result cause chaos in America. So the government periodically and careful and quietly ran tests on cattle to see how such attacks on the U.S. were working or not on the poor animals. If that disappoints you too bad. And if you think such a thing could not be done, consider the data contained in the documents I'm about to share with you now. It was back in 2001, while spending about in the National Archives, that I found out the extent to which government agencies were secretly tied to America's cattle. When we come back, I'm going to tell you what Nick discovered when he went poking around and found legit documents like one called Bacteriological Warfare in the United States. It's an FBI document that has been declassified 1,783 pages, even though over a thousand have been redacted. <laughs> Where do you hear what the government documents have to say? I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things 
on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast Stand Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hey folks, it's easier than ever to become a Coast to Coast AM insider and have access to past shows, the Art Bell Vault with classic audio and interviews, and so much more. And you can listen to the show live or on demand with your computer or cell phone, and the audio streams are high quality and crystal clear. It's easy to become an insider. Just head on over to coasttocoastam.com, the website, and you'll find all the info right there. That's coasttocoastam.com, coasttocoastam.com. Hey, the Coast to Coast AM AM YouTube channel is waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for more information. Are you looking for that certain someone who shares your interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal? Well, look no further than ParanormalDate.com, the unique site for like-minded people. If you like the senior crowd, try ParanormalDate.com slash seniors to meet like-minded people that are 60 plus. It all depends on what you prefer. ParanormalDate.com is great for everyone. You can also tap into members that are 60 plus at ParanormalDate.com slash seniors. Enjoy your search and have some fun at ParanormalDate.com. Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. Before I get back to these government documents, let me remind you, if you're looking for something fun to do and you're on the East Coast... Go to North Carolina and enjoy my haunted Asheville ghost tours, my award-winning haunted Asheville ghost tours. That's hauntedashville.com. If you're closer to the West Coast in the Las Vegas area, you can take my haunted Boulder City ghost tour. It's brand new, and let me tell you, we're selling out 
almost every day already. So you better hurry if you want to do that. HauntedBoulderCity.com. That's here in Nevada. Or if you don't want to take a tour and you'd rather just sit in a bar and drink and look at some wild pictures and touch artifacts and see some UFO crash debris and some cursed and charmed items and all that. Go check out the Creepy Vegas Ghost and UFO show that we do here on the weekends, and that is CreepyVegas.com. Getting back to Nick Redfern's article posted at MysteriousUniverse.org earlier this year, he is talking about, for example, uh, one document from 1942 uh, from John T. Bissell, who was a colonel there to directors of intelligence in all service. And he wrote, quote, and again, this is 1942 in the middle of World War II. He says, quote, it has been brought to my, excuse me, he says, it has been brought to the attention of this division, the possibility in the immediate future of an attempt on the part of the enemy to plant bombs containing germs or to endeavor to create an epidemic such as hoof and mouth disease among cattle and other livestock. It is requested that should any information concerning the above come to the attention of the directors of intelligence of the service commands or the AC of S blah, blah, blah. Uh, this gets transmitted and he says, uh, Nick writes, what did the government do? He says, I'll tell you, they very carefully began to take a look at the cattle herd and to determine the extent to which those, quote, enemy nations and individuals might be. And the secret investigations were undertaken wherever it seemed the cattle were being subjected to viruses by our enemies. Now, listen to this. I, I thought this is especially intriguing. I'd never heard of this before. He writes, the FBI even found examples of such concerns going back to the First World War. Anton Dilger, a German-American medical graduate from John Hopkins University, was in Germany when the First World War broke out. He offered his services to the Kaiser and was promptly detailed by Colonel Nikolai to do secret service work in the United States. Okay, so this guy who's an American has been convinced by the Germans, because he's originally from Germany, to go back and do some secret stuff for the Germans, okay, to betray the U.S. Dilger returned to America with a supply of cultures of glanders and anthrax germs. Financed by von Poppen, he set up a laboratory in Chevy Chase near Washington and started breeding germs on a large scale for infecting mules, horses, and cattle awaiting shipment to the Allies. This man then organized a band of some 12 assistants to travel around the country, carrying Dilger's germs in small glass vials stopped with corks through which a needle extended. The roving band jabbed their deadly needles into the livestock. They also spread germs by placing them in fodder and drink. Thousands of soldiers as well as horses and cattle, died as a result of Dilger's germs. At last, Dilger revolted against his mission of silent death, and he was eventually murdered by German spies a few months before the end of the war. Could it happen here? It did happen here. Then he goes to say, uh, goes on to say, let's take a trip to 1949. Particularly notable is a July 11th, 1949 document that refers to the government's desire to acquire, quote, worldwide information on animal diseases and animal population. And one year later, the FBI was still collecting such data. And he talks about all these different documents 
where they are digging into testing various creatures, not just cattle, but hogs. He summarizes this by saying, we've seen that government concerns went back to the First World War. Then, in the late 1940s, the secret investigations were still going on. And, as was shown above, secret investigations of hogs in the 1950s took place, and then a decade later, the cattle mutilations began. I could have made this article at least a four-part one, just such as you know the sheer number of documents now available, if you know where to look. There are thousands and thousands of pages. Had cattle mutilations suddenly surfaced out of nowhere in 1967, I might be a bit more open to the alien angle. The fact is, though, that covert studies of America's cattle have been going on for around a century, sometimes with the bodies of the dead left where they were covertly studied. Add to that a bit of government disinformation, to the effect that, well, all of this is due to aliens. And then it's very easy to see how government agencies were able to undertake their secret studies with the real and far more disturbing story kept hidden. That is what Nick Redfern wrote at MysteriousUniverse.org. Now, look. I told you a second ago, if you go to Wikipedia, they say that these types of mutilations can be traced back to 1606. So if we are to, if, if all that information that I've given you is as accurate, then what we're looking at here are, are two separate phenomena that, um, kind of produce the same ultimate result because you know the u.s government was not around in the 1600s and so in you know we have this case here where they're claiming a uh, hundred creatures hundred uh was this sheep yeah hundred sheep were discovered this way in this and at this one time in this one on this one occasion so it seems to me that obviously uh, aliens would be investigating our livestock and uh, just all the creatures of Earth for, for who knows what reasons. We really can't imagine what the reasons are. And then there's a very practical reason for governments like the U.S. government to also want to analyze these uh, creatures that we eat because as was illustrated by the at very least the guy in World War II, the the German spy uh, who ended up successfully killing thousands of U.S. soldiers. Um, the U.S. had an interest and in also just sort of randomly abducting animals and testing various parts of them. And for one thing, you, you don't want to just come right out and admit what you're doing because you're going to scare the crap out of the public and nobody's going to eat beef anymore if they think it's all diseased. So, you know, that's a huge economic problem. And then furthermore, you, you have the fact that, you know, well, the government, they don't want to go out and necessarily have to compensate, uh, individuals for, <laughs> for, for killing the occasional cow. And so it seems to me it's 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 obvious what's happened here. The government has had to go out and produce a lot of these cattle mutilations, and they've taken advantage of the real alien experiments to confuse things, and it all becomes a big hall of mirrors. It's pretty much textbook, basically, and this is how a lot of stuff in the government works. It's like with the Kennedy assassination. I studied the Kennedy assassination for years. And the problem is not that somebody's trying to hide something. The problem is that they give you 10 or 12 or 20 different versions of the truth, which are all kind of convincing. And then it's like a hall of mirrors and you just don't know which one to believe. 
That's what happens. That's the reality of how these these cover-ups work. So hopefully you can take all that information and make a more informed, personal decision about what's going on here and uh, and the truth behind the mystery of cattle mutilations. Uh, okay, it is time for us to take another break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about this amazing opportunity that I have for at least one person out there. If you're a paranormal investigator, you wait till you hear about this. Or if you know somebody who's a paranormal investigator, this is a chance for you to go and investigate a property on my behalf. I would love to make the trip personally, but I can't do it right now. I'm too darn busy. But I'll tell you what the story is when we come back. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. Don't go anywhere. There's more Joshua P. Warren and Strange Things coming right up. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Men and women can have an excess of 100,000 hairs. Unfortunately, before hair loss is noticed, that number drops nearly in half. But it is by no means too late. Easy to apply Reveal from Dr. Nathan Newman uses stem cell technology and natural ingredients to revitalize the appearance of your hair for the fuller look you remember. Here's Dr. Newman. A lot of people with hair problems have come up to me showing me pictures after two months of use, after three months of use of the Reveal serum on their scalp, showing me dramatic improvement in the quality of their hair, volume of their hair, and one of the people was a woman who had lost her hair and was really thinned out. She was wearing wigs and covering it up. She was very self-conscious about it. She used it for about six months and she came to me with a big smile, nothing covering her hair. And she goes, look, you gave me my life back. And that's really why I do what I do is because I want to change people's lives for the better. And these stories give me the inspiration to go forward and develop new things. Hair loss, hereditary or not, increases with age. In fact, by age 50, roughly half of us have noticeable hair loss. It's time to get on board with Reveal for women and men. And only at HealthyLooking.com can you get Reveal with free smart delivery shipping by simply entering discount code GEORGE at checkout. Easy to use Reveal at HealthyLooking.com or order by phone at 800 
24-7 at 800-604-3129. Gently revitalize your hair's appearance for a fuller look with Reveal from HealthyLooking.com. Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and I received an email earlier this month from a man who lives here in America who told me that he owns an old, haunted, historic manor in West Yorkshire, which is in the north of England, and this old haunted manor sits on 2,000 acres, which includes lots of rocky, haunted moors and a lot of bizarre Stonehenge-like statues and structures, and he is just uh, really intrigued with investigating this place. As a matter of fact, he wrote me this email uh, just today. He said, I am informed by one of my staff in West Yorkshire that this past week, literally a battalion of ghostly Roman soldiers visually manifested in the moors nearby my manor. He says they were observed literally marching across one of my two lakes, which was artificially created about 160 years ago. Under the lake bed is a north-south Rhone stone road, which was used to supply the Roman garrison and also Hadrian's Wall. And I mean... The type of phenomena happening at this guy's property is is just amazing. And I would love to fly to England and investigate this in person. But I just have so many projects right now and so many obligations. Uh, you know, I've been to England before, but I, it's going to be a while before I can make it back there. But I want to get an investigator over there as soon as possible. So here is my offer. If you are a highly qualified paranormal investigator, especially if you live in England and you might be willing to go there on my behalf and conduct an investigation and give us a report, I would love to work with you to make that happen. Now, uh, the top priority goes to graduates of my online paranormal investigators course. If you go to joshuapwarren.com and click the link to the curiosity shop, you will see my online paranormal investigation course. Anybody who has graduated from that gets top dibs on this. And it's not too late. You can go and take the course right now. Some people take it in a few days and pass it. Um, but if you think that you are qualified to do this, I want you to go, uh, well, just shoot me an email. And I'm probably not going to be able to reply to every email, but I will read them all. Go to, for my email address, just go to joshuapwarren.com. Find my email address by scrolling down at the bottom. And then um, let me know if, if, if you are a graduate and especially if you already live in England, that's going to make everything a lot easier. But if you don't live in England, but you're willing to fly to England, who knows, we might be able to supplement uh, your, you know, your travel expenses. I don't know. I, first, I just want to see who's available. So I look forward to hearing from some good people who want to go and spend some time at this spooky manor. It's like something out of a movie. Hey, let me read you a couple emails. Hopefully I have time here. Uh, the first one I got was, oh goodness. Okay, here we go. It's from um, John Enright in Wichita Falls, Texas. He said, and he of course heard me um, 
Well, he's heard me talk about tulpas. I was recently talking about tulpas and tulpamancy. He says, I grew up on the family farm, but during my first grade year, we moved to Wichita Falls, where my dad earned his teaching degree. This was a trying time because I was adjusting both to school and my first exposure to urban living. I was really out of my depth, but I made my first friend early in the school year. Living in rural West Texas, it's a pretty lonely way to grow up, and I was struggling to learn how to interact with kids my age that weren't close family. My new friend lived only a couple doors down and across the street, so we walked home together every day. And one afternoon, he began telling me about the monster that lived in his yard. At the time, I was amazed by all the new and strange things I encountered on a continuous basis, but this story took hold of my imagination completely. For days, I pestered him every afternoon for more details and a chance to see the beast. He finally relented and we headed to his house to go monster hunting. The yard had been fenced in stages and the detached garage had an isolated plot of ground along one side. There was a narrow strip with no gate or other entry point, and this was the domain of the monster. We quietly crept to the corner and peeked around. The tension was explosive. What I saw was bipedal and generally reptilian. It was standing upright with basic human proportions, though it was only as large as a petite woman. Its hide was more or less dark, dull green, but mottled with brown and dark gray in a tight, busy pattern. The creature turned as we watched, as if we'd been heard. It stepped toward us, and we both screamed and ran for our lives, he to his house and me to mine. My mom finally calmed me down, and a short while later, we headed back to the farm for the weekend. I grew up with monsters. There are plenty of animals in the woods capable of killing a six-year-old. I personally was lucky despite having encountered several. I knew monsters and the one on my neighbor's yard was unidentifiable, but I'd seen it clearly in good light up close. I decided I needed more information, so I decided to quiz my buddy about exactly what he'd seen. I never saw him again. My friend's family moved over the weekend I'd been visiting the farm, and eventually I worked up the nerve to investigate on my own. No monster, no sign of it ever having been there, but I had seen something clearly and unambiguously. Decades had passed, and I decided that I must have tricked my young self. I had never forgotten the experience, and I'd given up trying to understand it or even classify what I'd seen. However, one night in 2008, it was late, and I was preparing for bed. The house was completely dark except for my bedroom light, and when I opened the bathroom door, I was confronted by the same monster I had seen in my youth. The reptilian was standing in my living room across the hall, not six feet away. I have studied a great deal, hoping to better understand these experiences. I have chosen to ignore the thing, hoping it might go away. And so far, it seems it has. Well, thank you for that message, John. And apparently, John thinks that this may be some kind of a tulpa. That's what he said. First grade tulpas. It looked pretty real to him, though. Hmm. One more email. I've been talking about some kind of disturbing stuff. So how about something positive? Does that sound good? Listen to this email I got from Daniel in Florida. He said, just wanted to send you two quick updates. First, I gave a good friend your Tibetan emos. That's a product I sell in my curiosity shop. I gave a good friend your Tibetan emos as his birthday, uh, his, his, as his birthday Christmas present for the year. <laughs> Within two weeks, his wife found out she was going to inherit $75,000 from an uncle she never met, and no, it was not a Nigerian prince. Secondly, I had all of my tools out a few months ago. Your bad buster was among them. That's another thing I have in my shop. And at the end of the night, I just put everything away and completely forgot about what I put in the tube. A few weeks later, 
I got everything out again. And when I pulled the paper out, my jaw hit the floor. And that has never happened to me in my life. I had written, quote, my job on that scrap of paper. That was the thing that I'd wanted to dematerialize, to bust. Two days before I opened it up, I had officially left my unfulfilling job and started my dream job. Bad buster to the rescue, it would appear. Best wishes and your continued healing. And that comes again from Daniel in Florida. Congratulations, Daniel. Let's keep that good fortune flowing, shall we? In fact, let's keep it flowing for everyone listening right now. I want the next week of your life to be a great one. So I want you to close your eyes if you can. Take some deep breaths and meditate on the sound you are about to hear. It's 20 seconds. Here is the good fortune tongue. That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the Curiosity Shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Well, if you like this episode of Strange Things, wait till you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.